<laughs> yes, it is Thursday. It is nine, so it's UK Cowboys time. It's also HBO Hard Knocks time as well. So this week it is UK Cowboys TV versus HBO slash Sky Sports. Hmm. And we got no problem winning this competition. Yep. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> we have watched it all here. We will get to a hard knock reaction in a little bit. Oh, Jamie's um, not. No, no, Jamie's not because his car crashed his car. Jamie, off. Oh, yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, we'll look, do hard knocks last. Yeah, we'll do hard knocks last. I'll just jump off. <laughs> well, then you can start. You can start watching it then, mate. Yeah, it literally it flipped up. I've, I've, I had, had the Sky had the big game against Seattle, on, and nah. all of a sudden, just flipped and Dak was on the screen. I was like, "No, switch it off. I've got it recorded. <laughs> I'm going to watch it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, guys. Season two, episode one hundred and twenty-eight. We're almost to the end of season two, which means, of course, season three is uh, on its way. It's on the. On the hot press as we speak. There is another guy who's going to join us as well tonight. Jeff Ryan Bowl from Sky Sports. Woo! He's uh, in the wind. I will keep you updated when he's coming in. Busy man. He's a busy man. Um, but yes, that's what we got in store for you tonight. We are looking, of course, the end of training camp. So it's week three review of training camp, uh, as well as a look at the first preseason game because we're not counting the hall of fame game as well it is but week one preseason is on us which is on saturday at 3 a.m so good luck for people watching that one we will be watching it um that's dedication for you uh but let's get into uh the usual as we always do guys the news and updates there's a few uh to get through dak is back and he's throwing good news Yep. Second MRI, uh, he's gone for. We haven't had the news on it, but the fact he's throwing footballs says a lot. Uh, Cooper is officially off pup, back in the building. He's been running. Uh, Jordan Lewis, he's off pup. He's back in the building, and he's been doing some working out. Greg Zerline, uh, I've been trying really hard to get some news on what's going on with this guy. All that we've got is he is due to be ready for week one. I don't know. Um, so there's that. Josh Ball has a high ankle sprain, which is why he didn't travel to the Hall of Fame game. Mm. With the way he's yeah. gone with him, I can see that being a massive struggle for him to make the final cut. Um, so there's I, that. I, well, I don't know about that, Mike. Who else do we I have? Don't, to... I don't know either. I mean, who else do we have to back up for tackle right now? Literally, no one, pretty much. So. We can get to the O-line. We can get to the O-line when yeah. we get to the camp part. I mean, we'll talk about Josh Ball specifically and Matt Far Farniok as well, because uh, there's another name mm. uh, we need to take a look into. Uh, but also uh, some other news is uh, Shiwu Olilua. He came out with a neck injury. Um, Mike McCarthy actually today stated that he he's confirmed that it's a neck injury, uh, but he never actually gave a date for return. All, My guess. All, all, all I was mentioning, Mike, um, this is from Brianna Dix from um who works for the Cowboys. She's saying that uh, he, he'll be out for the rest of preseason at the very least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what we've heard. Um we'll see we'll see how far it gets uh, and the news. I to me, 
the news Mike McCarthy coming out saying that um, he's not given a date. My guess is he's just taking a leaf out of his own book after what he said with Dak um, mm. when he said it would only be a couple of days and turn into two weeks and everyone lost their mind. Um, but looking ahead, uh, Malik Hooker has been practicing. He has officially been in working with the defense. It was actually yesterday was the first time uh, he did that. So that's looking good. Neville Gallimore has an ankle injury, but apparently it's just a sprain. And it's nothing too serious. So that's not bad news. Uh, then in other news, we have um, some questionables for the uh, Arizona game, which is Tristan Hill, Tyron Smith, Chansey Golston so far. There may be more. By the time you listen to this and it's closer to the weekend, that's yeah. probably all changed. Yeah, mate. I've also got two more. Um, my Hit boy, me with it, baby. My, my boy Neville Gallimore might not practice today after his exit from Saturday's joint practice. My coach might mm. McCarthy Basham ankle. So we don't know what the situation is with yes. the two. So if they're being back in practice or what? Yeah. Um, the, the, the news on Neville Gallimore and Basham for both of them, apparently is it's not too serious. It's mm -hmm. not as bad yeah. as the Josh Ball uh, situation. Ankle injuries, they're always a tough one. They're always the niggly ones. Um, but there we go. But yesterday, Wednesday, uh, that was it. Oxnard finished with the final practice. All in all, on the last day, um, defense won the last day in practice, which is good to hear. Yep. Um, but camp is, as I say, officially over. Uh, they are off to Arizona now. They're, they're actually traveling as we speak. They will be there then uh, training with the Cardinals, playing the preseason game. Then they're back to DFW where they'll practice at the Star in Frisco. So, what I would thought we would get into to begin with, guys, is I thought we'd look at training camp as a whole. Uh, winners and losers, heroes and zeros, studs and duds, whichever way you want to look at it. So, go around the horn, because uh, I've got mine, my, my hero list, because you know, guys, I, I am um, very positive, positive mental attitude. So, my, my heroes list is very large. Um, they're all heroes in my book. <laughs> okay, we're going. But, uh, we're playing that game. Yeah, no, no. But go on. Right, let, let's start off positive, guys. What have been some of the the the? the I mean, I, I'll hit you off straight away, guys. With my biggest hero is camp itself. That we didn't have camp last year. COVID. Yes. Mike McCarthy struggling. New coaching staff, rookies. This year, it was all back. Families together, friends back together, Cowboys fans back together. The whole, you know, the whole boombastic was back. For you guys, though, uh, you know that that's just the general. But I'll let I will go round you, Lorne. If you give me some of your heroes, and we'll take it from there, mate. Right, uh, Dan Quinn, obviously. I mean, just. Obviously, he's getting the defense. The defense seems to be on point a lot of the time now. Yeah. E even though you know, obviously, with the Hall of Fame game, it wasn't looking too. It wasn't looking too good when you got to the second and third stringers. But that first yeah, two, yeah. two or three series, the defense put. You know, yeah, we gave up a couple of Najee Harris runs, but um, you know, we obviously we got a turnover through Parsons picking the ball up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he didn't try and make something of it and fumble the ball. So he's, you know, the techniques there. Um, 
you saw people like Nishon Wright coming up and run support yeah. and then make, making tackles for loss or maybe it was a one-yard gain or something like that. You saw Nishon Wright, yes, he gave up a, a, a long pass, which, but, you know, a lot I've got of arguments with that. Yeah, he was running. He was running step for step with a lot of people, and you know, not drawing uh, pass interference calls, anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. So the defense is certainly good. Um. Obviously, we've seen CD Lama has been showing up every single day with monster catches. You know, mm-hmm. out doing Randy Moss type uh, catches. Um, Moss in Michael, people, yeah. Yeah. Michael Gallup's even doing it as well. Um, And then, you know, again, I talked last week about not believing the hype, but looking at Connor Williams with his two um, big wins, or no, it was more than two big wins, actually. It was was at least three. There was a couple in one-on-ones and then there was a couple in team drills as well, one of which started the the first big scuffle of the day. Um, You know, and Aaron Donald was just not used to being manhandled like that. Yes, somebody like uh, Martin, um, Zach Martin might have, but not... Um, and Connor Williams. Is, <laughs> like, like, when you, and this is, uh, no disrespect, Connor, we like we appreciate the work and hustle that you're doing right now, but it, it, it just sounds weird I know it's associating your name right now, the fact that you're manhandling the two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Like that. It's it's not the first I, I, time though. It's not the I first know. time he's done it. He's done it before to him. I know. Which is probably where the frustration come from. I know. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, and then you look. Then he goes and plays against uh, you know someone like Indonikum Sue and gets manhandled. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that Sue is a bad player. I'm just saying though they're, they're totally different players. Oh, a different different style of nose tackle for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. defensive tackle. Yeah. But go on, Jay. We we haven't heard from you for a while, the Godfather. Where uh, are you putting your hero tag? If he was to say you were putting a blue chip on a four cam, who is that? Oh, do you know? I, I, I think a lot of people would obviously go Micah Parsons, and but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different way. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go national. I like it. Right. Yeah, he, he came. I, I no no disrespect, but like I say we, we had a bit of a chat, guys, didn't we, before we came on air about the Hall of Fame game? And but yeah, it wasn't against the, the ones, but he's coming out at that speed. The first preseason preseason game, it, it's going to be fun to watch what he's going to do as as preseason comes along, and then just to kind of add a quick another note, probably another. Hero, I say hero, it's probably me or a blue chip moment. Our quarterback is not injured. He's out on the field. He's not making loads of plays out there, but he's out. He's looking good. He's pissed that he's not getting a lot more reps. That's what we want. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's a win. I'll, I'll cost that the main play, person on this roster is fit and healthy. Yeah. I like that. Go on then, Paul. Hit me with yours, baby. Right, so uh, Lauren kind of stole my thunder with Dan Quinn. Jamie just decided to shut it, like shaft me right up the backside there with the Sean Wright. So um, I don't know what else to add on, but I will say it is it's actually good to see 
Zeke getting into the rhythm again. That to me is, that is that is a big bonus for me. Like, and it's not just like so much around him, but like we're we're seeing it some uh, during practices, like like split screens and stuff like that as yeah. well. Yeah, and. Just even even Tony Pollard as well. I'm actually feeling really happy with how they two are progressed as a running back unit right now. As a duo, yeah, yeah. So I'm really and uh, and and Brian just made the comment of the day. Morris Kennedy. Yep. Yeah. This what guy, Spark Bry. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously, man. Like Kennedy, man. I don't know, Alan. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's. I, I put a, I put a question out. Um, he's not even after... in the goddamn show, and he's stolen it. <laughs> I, I, I actually put a question out, and people are quite intrigued. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put it to a vote after this show. And I said, Maurice Kennedy, cornerback two, week one. Question yeah. mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. It's quite possible because he is do, he is putting in the work. Um, and we're also saying, like, like, like some Nashon, right? Like, I like the way he's do what he's doing in camera right now, he may actually push Kelvin Joseph down. He might, he, he could we, do. We, we don't know, but mm. but for me, my, my main take for me right now is just the defense in general. This is my main take as compared to last season. And this is like, this is kind of going back to the Lawrence point with Dan Quinn, but yeah, we're, we're seeing. More ball hawks like in camp right now, getting it like 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 Kazee and stuff like that. He's having an actually good camp as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just overall defense. I mean, I'm not expecting magic after first spell, but I'm expecting better performance as a defensive unit this season, just as a whole. Not to be ranked thirty second. If we can be ranked mid, like. As if we're progressing up to the mid tier, that could still still help us win games. So, mm-hmm. for me, that is the biggest positive. It's our defense, you know. Just touching quickly on that, I'm trying to think. When was the last time that we kind of got excited for this particular kind of a particular draft class of, of how they're going to perform? Because like a lot of 2014, 2014. Yeah. They say just yeah, 16, sorry, 16. You're right, you're right, Richard. Yeah. It, it was the Zeke draft with Jalen number mm. two, and also with that uh, draft pick number f- uh, round four. That was that was our, mm. one of our best drafts that year. So I mean, because a yeah. lot of a lot mm. of them have stepped up in camp or in the, mm. the one game that we've had, and. I say you can look at some of the receivers. Some of the receivers are making plays, and it's it's like, could this be a, a kind of a a bit more of like a, a the, the roster be a bit more deeper than it has been for the last couple of years to, mm-hmm. to give us a little bit of a little bit more hope before the the realism sets in and we we end up at six and what is it six and eleven? <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, you've got to work that back out now. Um, <laughs> But Jonesy Bonesy Malonesy, uh, it's been a while since we've heard from you. So you hit Mm. us with yours, mate. Who's been your camp hero? Your number one guy? Um, I've really liked seeing and been pleasantly surprised by Kennedy, um, Mm -hmm. who incidentally my phone doesn't like because they keep trying to autocorrect his name. But <laughs> it, I got it say I actually had to go in and save to stop it going as Canada, but that's a complete random fucking tangent. Um, 
Mm-hmm. It's been really nice just for the, the defensive backs as a whole. He stole my... Um, they've <laughs> really started to It's not just me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the defensive backs, um, the group has a... It has something about them. They have some confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really nice to see Kennedy come up. I don't know whether he'll start as number two, but I do think he'll have a, a fair snap count in he, that he, first he, game. He's he, heading he, that way. He's definitely got yeah. a role, Rich. He's definitely got a role. With oh, he's hundred percent. He's got a role. Hundred percent. He's got a role. He's shown he's got the instincts, which is what you want. Um, Absolutely. So it's, but it's what I like. I sat there thinking about it. Like that was the first thing that I thought about coming into this when Mike asked the question. But when you actually sit down and take a step back and think about it, there's a lot to be excited about on this team. There's a lot to feel good about that's not feeling necessarily like a flash in the pan. Yeah, agree. Um, here's one for you, though. A rookie that isn't being talked that much about who I think is having a right blast is Quinn Bahana. Yes, yeah. yes. I, like, I want to talk about him, but it's he has been a The floor is yours. The floor is yours. He's got such a. Cool this is the rest of the here. show. Like, like yeah. I want him to make. I want him, Sorry, Paul. Still, you I just. I want him to make the roster just because his name. His name is awesome. He's got a right name. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, honestly, man, like we we we've we've really been needing a, a pure physical force in the middle of the line that is yeah that could easily take a double team and also give it back by forcing them beyond the line of scrimmage. We mm-hmm. do we've definitely got that guy. Um he's definitely going to be part of the team without a shadow of a doubt. We I need agree. him one hundred percent guaranteed. I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do in this Arizona preseason game. Like just yeah. to, like get them the more repetitions on this field. I want to see how he's going to be more utilized in a more real game scenario. That's what I want to see right now. Like I'm not so much focused like before we go before the season. I want to see what we expect from him more than any, like, like from the early part. You know, like what is his specific role? Is he going to be like more of a free tech? Is he going to be like one tech? Like sorry, no free tech. I free tech. Sorry. No, uh, I, he's going to be the nose. He's going to be the nose. Uh, but, no, but that's what I mean. Like, like yeah. it, re- it really depends if we might switch it up to forefront, free front. It really might depend. Like based on what, because you know, remember what Dan Quinn said. Like you might switch it up between four and three. D- yeah, and he does like to use a lot of speed. And yeah. what's ironic I, I is for a guy who's three hundred and forty pound, he moves fast. I, and and just the, the other guy, I do want to mention. Plus Boana and and this guy you, we've seen a lot of him on the line of scrimmage along with the D line as number eleven and Mister Micah Parsons we're seeing and by God yeah. wow wow uh, pa- we we'll get to him to the Hall of Fame segment because wow. that's where we got to see him shine uh, Kennedy I, I I quite like I'm surprised my biggest riser who I, I want. You want to see it, and I wasn't really expecting it. It's Conor McGovern. McGovern has risen probably, I would say, from what he was last year to what he is this year the most. That that, that incremental rise that he's had in his technique is huge. 
Um, Nation, right, you mentioned. Uh, Dalton Schultz already been mentioned, so thanks for that. Uh, Malik Turner, Cedric Wilson. The other one I wanted to mention that's a sneaky one is a guy who's actually looking like he's a first-round pick is Leighton Van Der Esch. Yep. Leighton Van Der Esch has looked absolutely like how you would expect a first-round linebacker to look like and to play like. I don't know if it's just me, like, and I'm not going to any spoilers for you, Jamie, but there was, um, there's, a, there's a scene in it, but he it, it acts like a complete professional. <laughs> like, 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 you can listen to me. You can, I know which one you're on about. Yeah, yeah. I know it. Uh, you know what? The new scene I'm talking about. We can about. talk about that. We can talk about the harder knocks <laughs> when Jamie's going to add the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let, let's go the other way then, guys. Who's disappointing you? Can I just so, throw one more name in there? Just yeah, go on, maybe, maybe maybe more in the game than maybe Luke Gifford had a fairly good game. Mm, I'm not buying the hype. I'm not buying the hype. In Tell fact, you, on the to be fair though, there's, 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 there's a lot of bigger players on this roster that's been hyped for too long. Agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, um, but, but let's go the other way, and I'm going to go backwards. So it's back to you, Bonesy Jones. Is who has. Ooh. Um, disappointed you? <laughs> who's disappointed you so far? In well, it, I say so far, but who disappointed you in Oxnard? It's early doors, but Jalen Smith. Mm. Okay, I've not really seen him do a great deal. There are a lot of other people jumping off the page. His name is very rarely mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the other thing is, is in the Hall of Fame game, the nation right pass was actually caused because Jaden Smith was interfering. He he was not interfering, but he was distracting nation right, shouting at him. And it's like just leave him be. He he knows what he's doing. If he doesn't talk to him afterwards, not like literally at and during the play. Yeah. Um, so that, that yeah, I've got that one. What about you then, Paul? Hit me um, with yours. As much as I hate to say it, but I'm actually quite really disappointed in Semi Filihiko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I expected more from him to be honest. Like for a guy uh, of that size, he doesn't use his length. It, yeah, it, like yeah, it, it doesn't seem to so. He just, it, I don't know if it, it's commitment, like to get the ball or. Commitment to like sticking with the route. I, I don't. I don't know what it is to be perfectly honest, but I'm just not like. And we're seeing it from the reports, like from like so Hellman and from the Eatman and all the guys from Cowboy staff. Like they're saying, it, it just takes, like it's it's, a, it's below expectations from what we mm. had of Simi for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Brian is going off is not in the comments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just keeping keeping them coming. Um, yeah. But go on, Jay, hit me with yours. Who, who who's disappointed you? What, what, uh, so, so, so what we'll do? Sorry, sorry, Jimmy. What we'll do is no, no. once we've once we've all answered, I'll bring the comments and then we can yeah, yeah. bring that into the equation. We'll go back into it. But give me yours, yeah. Jay. Ben Danucci. Yeah. Did that surprise you though? No. no. Yeah, in, no. In, in some ways, no, but in some ways, yeah, because the backup quarterback position is up for grabs. It, there's, there's obviously there's no nobody going to challenge Dak, but 
the camp and preseason is about getting your, as you say, getting your finger out of your ass and taking your opportunities. Ben Denucci, I don't think he'll make this roster. No. I don't uh, either. I, 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 I think I he's practice squad. I think he goes to the practice squad. I don't squad. think he will. I don't think he will be practice yeah. squad. No, we don't. I, I, I'm, no. with, I'm with Paul. I wouldn't take on practice squad. I'd, I'd rather bring someone I, else in. Yeah, I think the problem there is that, like, you've got a point. You got to. It's the time to pull your finger and take take advantage of the opportunities you get. But the problem is, and um, the guy said on one of the other shows, I think it was David Hellman. The problem is, you got two third string quarterbacks there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you still then got a rush. You're not. You, you can't polish it that much. <laughs> I know it's a re- I know that's really harsh. Just to add, <laughs> the thing just just to add on top of what Jamie just said there, I think the thing with the Nietzsche is like he was thrown into the wolves last season, but we were kind yeah. of getting, like the fact that we spent a seven round uh, draft pick on him from our unknown school, and then we kind of, like, we knew what McCarthy was like when it comes to drafting quarterbacks like, as a project. He had this, I don't know if it was just a narrative of, like, we had it in our mind that he was going to be tailor-made for the backup role, so to speak. Or he knew something nobody yeah. else did because of yeah. the background and the history. Yeah, so, like, like Chris... Like for McCarthy, like he apparently he studied them for two years when he was at college. He thought he yeah. was the right fit and drafted them when no one else would have type of thing. And it's just it's not playing out. So and then and then you look at like say and, and like I say it's against the twos and the threes, isn't it? But Gilbert had a I mean he didn't light up, but he, he, he I, I, like him. I, I like him. I like him. Um, yeah, I mean I, I've heard people saying that Gilbert, you know, isn't going to cut it, but. I mean, really? he was he he got again. He got them. He dr- drove the ball. He got them into the red zone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty much all you can ask for. We've always t- we've we've talked before about Kellen Moore having the problem within the red zone in um, his play calling. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was probably ev- evident there. And again, okay, it's a preseason game. It's something to build on and learn about. You know. Cooper Rush was actually, yes, okay, Cooper Rush had a couple of passes that probably should have been picked off and run back. Um, but again, at the same time, you know, he had a he had a positive completion rate as well, um, you know, above 50%, which is, is all you can really ask for. Um, and I, again, Cooper Rush was probably facing a lot of, um, you know, third stringers on, on the offensive line as well. And I mean, that's, that's where my... Um, Losers of camp so far as the backup offensive mm-hmm. lineman. We've really not seen anything. Ty Enzeki, yeah. who at the moment I believe is suffering from tightness in the quads, um, the last couple of days. He's he, so he might not. He might be a healthy or he might be a scratch from this weekend's game. Mm-hmm. Um, he he didn't do anything. I mean, he was a turnstile on Thursday night. Yeah, there, you know. I- I will say one thing about the Hall of Fame game with Ty Nasaki is um, not all of it was his fault. And we'll get to that in the Hall of Fame. I'll circle yeah. back to that. That Yeah, but he did come away with, I don't know if you've seen, he had the worst, and bear in mind, they had a, an old, Steelers had an old offensive tackle of ours. Uh, yep. Yeah, Chaz Green. That was extremely bad. Uh, but Ty Nasecki came away with the lowest grade that included Chaz Green, 
for uh, the offensive lineman in that game? Do you know what his grade was? Zero. Yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd read that as well, yeah. Yeah, he had a zero grade. Um, we'll, we'll circle back to that. I agree with you. That For me, I don't know who the other offensive linemen are. I got seven so far. Mm. I got seven offensive linemen, and I don't know who... Because I feel you're going to need to carry more than that. Yeah. Right. Uh, we, we know who the five are. You got McGovern, and I got Terrence Steele. They, mm-hmm. they, they're the seven I got. After that, I can't say. Pick and choose. Yeah. But <laughs> in, in terms of backup, the other one I wanted to add from Lorne is the backup tight ends that you've got Blake, Dalton, and um, um, Sean McEwen. Yeah, yeah, McEwen. That they're the three I'm keeping. I'm not keeping a fourth or a fifth tight end. No, purely on the basis that that that, uh, no, but also that they're just not good enough. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wasted body. It's wasted body slot for for a position that is more probably desperate needed. For example, linebacker. For example, in case maybe one of our starting three goes down again, you know. but uh, you might. Do you want me to start bringing the comments up for based yeah, on? Uh, right. So <laughs> Brian's been going absolute con with his comments, right? So oh, DJ I'll, Dog's got a good one too. He's, good he's got DJ. A good, he, no, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up. I'll bring this up after Brian's. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he's got Tyler Bayadish and Sammy Filipico, who I've already talked. So Bayadish, I suppose to me, I'm kind of fifty-fifty on that comment because for me, I've. They've got time to develop. Yeah, well, well, for Bayadish, if he's been quiet at camp, that to me is is a more of a sign of it's it's kind of progressing. It's okay. We're not hearing any like we're not negatives. getting negatives of like of the defensive uh, tackles going through the middle of the ball and stopping the runner for it. We're not hearing much about that. Yeah. Um, uh, Hero, of who they kind of covered about. Next, he, t- he talks about. Jabril Cox and Keanu Neal. Ah, but Jabril mm. Cox in the Hall of Fame game did a lot better. Mm, what I saw it. from him looked all right. We'll get to that as well in a minute. Yep. But Keanu Neal seems to have progressed, especially yesterday yeah. in camp. Yeah, he finished yeah. off with the interception that closed camp. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm still so on those two, those two, I would say, they started off slow. They yeah, were very, uh, very slow uh, and very cold in cold water, yeah. but they uh, seem to have turned it up. Yeah, and the last name that Brian brought up and uh, was obviously Josh Ball, but I think we can play that down yeah. to with the injury. Like we've yeah. not really seen much of them. So, but the good uh, one, my favourite one is from our good friend, Mister DJ Dog, and he comes on with so many. Yeah, he's got comments with a brilliant comments for the show. Big shout to DJ. Oh. And hello to Mr. Austin Powers, who's joined the oh, show. He's back. He's back. He is Mr. Back. Austin Powers is back. So DJ Dodd uh, talks about Bradley and, a, or, and I. Yes, I am disappointed as well. Mm. Um, I had a lot of high hopes for Bradley and I. I don't know about you 100%. guys. Yeah, no, I did. The, the explosive off the line. I think the issue the issue is is that he's just not a dang queen type guy. He's, he's mm. got the short arms. He, you know, he, he's stubby. Oh, child. Um, 
Ciao. Yeah, and oh, old hey. Joe joining us again. He's he's back. He's been here before. Joe. Good to see you again. And, um, and, then, and, and there he is, guys. Mr. Austin Powers, what's happening? Yeah, there, there he is. He's doing really pretty good after uh, after last night. That's pretty appropriate. Ah, yeah, yeah. Getting his just, mojo. Just <laughs> I lost my mojo. <laughs> just, just to kind of quick, obviously, before, when Paul brought up the comments, just to kind of touch quickly back about the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Would like I say, just because we've got we've got an array of talent at the wide receiver position, and yeah, we, we can't really sit. We, we're not overly excited about the tight end position. Would, would you be surprised or disappointed if they went, if they went, say, with two in, in camp and then maybe take on more of a fullback kind of running I back can see... for the blocking? Would you would would that piss you off? Well, I mean, let's move to the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> my <laughs> issue, my issue, Sh- Cheryl Oli Lua. Right, right, right. Uh, so before you stop, I'm going to say this, and Andy Valenti, stop it right now, stop it. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie has not watched Hard Knocks; he's not seen it yet. I've turned, <laughs> I've turned the comments off. I no, I know. Luckily, Jamie can't see what you're saying. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, I had to stop you. No, I, well, I was going to say that you know you're talking about the 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 tight ends, two tight ends, fullback mm-hmm. position. I think it'll be the three tight ends. Uh, your yeah. third one needs to be a sort of uh, jack of all trades, really, mm. don't he? Master of none. Um, which I think fits what Sean has been doing in camp so far brilliantly. And we've seen it in the Hall of Fame game. Absolutely bob on for what you were looking for. Doesn't, mate, doesn't, that not, doesn't that not fit all three of our tight ends? They're not really masters of everything, but they can actually still yeah. do They can do a bit of walking. They can do a bit of catching. I mean... You know what I mean? I know. I don't. One's, I don't agree with Blake. Blake as a, as a blocker. Yeah, one's Blake, better at blocking. Blake. One's definitely is distinctly better uh, at. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Yeah, I, I, I know where you're going. You're trying to get your tight end one to be the guy you never need to take off the field. Is effectively what you're looking at. Here true. we go. The Jason Witten uh, yeah. of tight ends. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. We will always try and keep you all informed what's going on we, uh, <laughs> on TV and off TV. But um, yeah, Shau Oli Lua, Sherry, Shau Oli Lua. In response to your question about the fullback, Jay, I'm having those three tight ends, and he's going to be my fullback. The issue is the neck injury, so we don't know what's going to yeah. go on there. Yeah, yeah. but what I did see. That was absolutely, I like, I wasn't expecting that that type of performance in the Hall of Fame game was Rika Dowdle. Yeah, that yeah. guy had probably oh, the he, best play for the Cowboys of the game on offense. He he was one tackle away from running doing a Tony Dorsett and getting ninety nine yeah. yards, ninety nine yeah. and a half yards because it moved. I, it I mean, we're talking inside. a shoelace. Yeah. yeah, and just just to pick up Andrew and Andy's comment. It's all right, but I um I've not got the comment section tonight with. With Paul obviously watching it, and then I thought, yeah, people will want to comment and talk about it, so I've closed it off, so you don't have to worry, bud. But <laughs> <laughs> um, here we go, then. I'm going to start in the... I'll go bottom corner. i go, no, wait, that way. So to you, Paul, we'll start off and go around that way. Give me a Hall of Fame game. What did you like the most about it? Um I, as I said, I, I've told you, Rico, the big one for me, no injuries or very little injuries coming away unscathed 
That's the big one. But what for you? This is going to be fucking embarrassing, but I fucking fell asleep within the first 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you did go quiet. Pre-season for everyone. Like, like, uh, it, I mean, it was 1am, I was comfortable, I had a beer, I watched the game, but I just haven't managed that. Like, I did saw the snippet highlights. I did see that. I saw the thing from Rico. I saw the the, the carnage that Danucci was causing. So, yeah. <laughs> This is the thing, though. This is the thing, though, and it highlight it highlights something: is that obviously we we stay up late for these games. You got a condition yes. for that as yes. well. It's not just the Cowboys that go through training for the regular season. Yes. We got to get used to that shit too. <laughs> this is true. Um, but I mean, Micah Parsons showed exactly what he was, didn't he, in that game? I mean, mm-hmm. I know the he got the fumble recovery, which is a lot was. Right place, right time, because it was. He didn't cause uh, the fumble. But what was interesting to take away from it is he's in the backfield immediately. So when that fumble happens and they have the exchange in the backfield, the bobbles, he's on it before the guy who's dropped the ball. That's how quick he was back there. And that was my biggest takeaway from that. Mm. Um, Guy's a fucking whirlwind. He is just oh, yeah, I mean, sideline to sideline. He was all over the. He was all over yeah. the field, and I mean, obvi- obviously, we're going to be talking about hard knocks later on. But you know, yeah, sure. he, there's obviously that scene where he's talking about what he did wrong, so he knows he's done wrong in certain plays. Um, um, yeah, you know, that's the thing, and he knows how to correct it. So that's yeah. So, so, you know the fact that he's got that awareness that to, to correct things is you know, he's, he's not one of these guys saying I'm doing my job. He's not and, just physically quick. Yeah, he's mentally yeah. quick and he's instinctual, well, which well, is obviously yeah. why they drafted him so high. But that's the thing: is he still recovered that football? Wait, wait was, I'm, I'm, as soon as it was on the ground, he was going down. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a comparison here. What is the thing that Sean Lee had when you uh, speak about Parsons? Football yeah, IQ. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Football, football IQ. IQ. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a he's a Penn yeah. State linebacker yeah. as well, yeah. which used, used to be <clears throat> used to be linebacker you, you back in the days of Paterno. And <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. So. Yeah, I mean, he he did look bad. Uh, uh, did look great. The one thing that um, I wanted to come back to to circle to on this one was um, Nation Wright having an absolutely great game. I think what mm-hmm. is unfair is people saying, oh, he still gave up the big play. To me, in if that was a regular season game, the refs would that have called push, that. That was a push-off, yeah. yeah. As a push-off. Because he he physically uh, pushed it, and he would clear. And if you watch it in the slow motion, Nation right, even holds his hands up as if to like say, look, I've been... You yeah. know, I'd be manhandled, yeah. You know, as they all do. You know, we, we've had it against us in the Cowboys, where a certain player over exaggerated a push off, and it will get caught They're against us. So, but everyone, everyone's against us. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that if that was a regular season game, Nation Wright's um, big play down the sideline, I don't think that that would have been called a catch. I think they would have thrown a flag on that one, and it would have gone back. Mm. So, I agree. I'm also not upset that it happened and that it was, you know, it, it didn't get called because I want mistakes to happen now in these full games, not in the regular season. 
but he's shown that he yeah, obviously yeah. he's had a good yeah, game. Yeah. He's shown he's you know he he can go and do all the rest of it. Yeah, there was a hiccup, whether it was an actual you know legal play or not, Ooh. it's happened. He's going to learn from it. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. a plus. Yeah, yeah um, I, have, I have to say that you don't you don't want to be going undefeated in the preseason because you know the eight the eighty nine Cowboys. Jimmy Johnson's first year, they went four and zero in uh, preseason. We went one and fifteen. Uh, the year that the Detroit Lions went zero and sixteen, they were unbeaten in the preseason as well. You, mm-hmm. As long as you are building on the mistakes that you make to lose the games in preseason, you're building, you're cutting, you're eliminating further mistakes or the mistakes further down the line. That's where you're building for the pre- for the actual regular season, and that's you know as long as you can take something from the games, positives from the games, correct the negatives, you're building for the regular season, and that's when you want to be hitting your stride. Now this was the first game back. I'm sure tonight when you watch um, Philadelphia versus Pittsburgh, and the other game that's on tonight. Pittsburgh should be a little bit sharper than they were last week. Philadelphia, okay, Philadelphia probably are going to be on a down season anyway, but, you know, this first game is going to be pretty pathetic for them as well, and I think that's going to happen all the way through through this weekend. The only two teams that should be a bit sharper are the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and... I'm sorry, Brian. Brian, what the fuck is the party? I don't know, but I want to be involved. Yeah, can I have some of that? (laughs) (laughs) But here's a good one. Here's a good one that I want to go to to talk about the negatives of the game, um, which falls in line with the quarterback position. So, Joe from Italy. This is a great comment. Great comment. Great comment. About Garrett Gilbert. So, Garrett Gilbert, not too bad. Now, we talked about Ty Neski earlier and Saki um, about how bad he was. One of the issues with the sack that it came from him, to me, Garrett Gilbert caused that sack. Obviously, yep. it gets registered against Nseki, but you're down in the red zone. Nseki's playing the left tackle, and Gilbert is coming across to his left, and he's got the wide receivers coming on an out route. You've got to get that ball out quick. And one of the things Garrett Gilbert struggles with, and I've looked at this, he struggles with holding the ball too long, that he will hold on to mm. it longer than necessary. Um, what, and I was shouting at the TV, I was going, let it go, let it go, let it go. And before you know it, he's getting thumped to the ground. Yeah, okay, you've got to say, in sec, he's still got to hold his guy up. He's got to kick, which is what he didn't really do. He needed to kick mm. out a bit more to hold his guy up, which he didn't do. But really, what should have happened in that particular place, Gilbert should have got rid of it quicker. He should have been throwing that ball out, or at least, if not, throwing the ball away. Get rid of it. Get it out. So it's not completely his fault. In terms to the question, I don't know what you guys think. I think Gilbert's fine if you need him to go in for a quarter or you need him to go in for a half. Maybe I'll push a game. But if that goes down for a considerable amount of time, I'm not. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could say that about any team. But particularly with Garrett Gilbert, I think he's not a guy you can go forward. It's his job to lose still. It's Garrett Gilbert versus all the other free agent quarterbacks that are out there at the moment. It's his to lose. But I'm still I'm still not – like because I think anyway, – like you think Blake Bortles. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think our, our He's better than Blake. Yeah. I don't think our backup quarterback's on the roster yet. I still think they'll make a trade. I, 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 can, I can see that we'll be, we'll be scouring the waiver wires when cuts mm. are coming down, looking for looking for one of these big-name veterans who, you know, are probably on the way out, you know, but still enough to to bring on, bring on the youngsters, um, provide a bit of veteran backup, and, you know, obviously go in and maintain, you know, manage manage the or drive the bus, as uh, Parcells used to say, mm-hmm. you know, man, manage the game. Until hopefully Dak's back. I mean, hope, hopefully, if we do lose Dak, it's only a game, a game and a half, or whatever that you're losing them for. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I got, Danucci, yuck. Um, we sent a vote out after the, the Hall of Fame game. Is Danucci on the roster at yeah. the end of the year? And uh, it was by a unanimous 88%. It was a as tempting as that sounds like I, I wanted to go to India just to screw Prince Harry over <laughs> but I mean yeah I mean the, the, the only other things I put on there was Simi Fahoko he needs to do better um, the only other sneaky one that people aren't talking about I like Jabril Cox I think he, he made a little bit of a name for himself but one that people aren't talking about was Rondell Carter I think he had a quite a sneaky little game. Mm. If you go back and watch it, he was he, he was in and around the ball, holding up the line, anchoring when he needed to, holding the right gap. Um, I don't know if that's going to help him make a roster push, but he did well so far. Uh, but let's get to the big part of the Hall of Fame week, whereas obviously we had the three guys get their gold jackets. But as UK Cowboys, because he's been on the show, and we've been talking to him, and he's talked to us a lot. Drew Pearson finally got his gold jacket. Finally, finally, finally. Yeah. Any Took him long great, enough. Yeah, oh yeah. Any great moments for you guys over the Hall of Fame inauguration? Because uh, it was the, obviously last year and this year's. Um, it was great to see Jimmy Johnson. Um, you know, you see all the videos, him getting emotional about getting told he's going into the Hall of Fame. That was great to see. Um, for me personally, on a personal note, just because we've had conversations with him, was Drew Pearson. But give me your highlights, guys. Go on, throw it at me. Just, just before I make my comment about Drew, uh, Austin, it's just because it was just, it's just the heroes in general. You're right, though. We've had the previous heroes in the past, so yeah, it makes. But that is anyway, true. anyway, but anyway, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just so glad it's taken. Like it's taken forever to him to get that gold jacket. He was the last of the, was it the the eight like the eighties? The original class? triplets. No, no, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm talking about he was the last, only last of the, of the, uh, of the team, of, team of the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the only remaining guy of that era that never got his gold jacket, mm, and yeah. it took t- t- like what thirty o- over way over thirty odd years to get it. It's about yeah. time he got it. He's finally in the Hall of Fame. And I, I love the speech, though. That was the thing that got yeah. me, especially, yeah. especially the legs. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. The that. legs no, was no, 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 no. It's, it's Mike Ditka. That one. <laughs> Mike Ditka. Hey, yeah. That was good too. Yeah. Stress to my bloody foot. I was going to see it. God damn it. <laughs> the legs. The legs. The legs bit was quite funny too. But uh, you know, he he had a great yeah. after party as well. 
Mm. Um, the videos are on our social media. Thank yeah. you for the boys from Cowboys Experience sending that over to us. Uh, but even <coughs> when he was on the show and we were talking to him about going <laughs> to the Hall of Fame, you could just hear it in his voice that mm, he's yeah. just like, you know, just just so overjoyed by it. You, yeah. you know, not to not to put a downer on it a little bit. But I've I've got I think I've got two. Uh, I've got one disappointment that I think the the thing we we drew when he when he pulled his legs up and he's like and it, it was just <laughs> it was just mint. and I think another one I loved how how passionate Charles was somewhere and the comment yeah. about him saying where a, a woman can't raise a, a raise a man and he just and he just went on script and he just went bullshit. And he just like he was like, I'm not gonna pull this back, and I'm I'm gonna do it. But it, the, the, out of the speeches, it disappointed me that Peyton Manning didn't go last. They should have closed with Peyton Manning. Yeah, for me, it, it it just it just seemed. I don't know. He's, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played the game, and, and he's always very well spoken. Not not that none of the other guys are not, but it's it just it just for me, I would have. It would have been it would have been the ice in the cake for Peyton yeah. to be last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it would make more sense from a te televisional standpoint. You mm -hmm. want the guy from the latest era, the more popular name and more modern yeah. era, to go last, which is Peyton Manning. Yeah. And and I think we I yeah. think we had a, we had a quick comment, didn't we? We were chatting over the over the weekend. And what, to be fair, one of the stats that actually blew me away. We all know, obviously, how good Alan Fanica was. Um, but he played what did you say? Three hundred and sixty games, and he was only ever flagged four times for holding. That is insane. And it doesn't necessarily. He'd been on the Cowboys offensive line. He'd been flagged a few more times than Ooh. that. More like, more like four times <laughs> a game. <laughs> bring, bring up Joe's comment, Paul. Yeah, I'm just about to bring up. This is a fantastic play. Joe, you're on fire tonight, my friend. <laughs> Do you think Tony Romo deserves to go into the Hall of Fame since he hasn't won a Super Bowl? Yeah, yes. I think he does. But as a as a go on, we were all saying the same thing. Like, we've seen players that have never won a Super Bowl. We've seen coaches never won a Super Bowl being put into the Hall of Fame. Mm. Why? Why not Tony Romo? Why not? Yeah. See, I think more as a commentator. I don't know. I think as a player, no. and I say people sit there and say, like, yeah, Super Bowl this, Super Bowl that. Well. And 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 you grade it. You some so and so was a better QB than so and so. I'm not being funny. There's no way on this earth that Eli Manning is ever been better than Dan Marino. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it's it's not just on Super. Bowl. You've got to take that into consideration. But you've got to consider what they've done for the game. What they've done. That's a great point, Jamie. Great point. But yeah, yeah. does I mean. Because I don't, and I might get a lot of sick. I don't think Eli Manning's. A, well, well, here, well, well, here's another one for you. Does Nick Foles deserve to be in the Super Bowl? <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. yeah. if you go on Super Bowls, then who was the guy from the Ravens? Was the only one to get cut when they, mm. when they first ever. And he got him. he got a Super Bowl MVP as well. Yeah, and he's mm. no one's ever heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think Demarcus Ware will go in before Tony. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that yeah. is but purely what he did at the start of his career, the end of his career, and getting Super Bowls. Do you know? We, I, we, think, we, I think Demarcus will be in this year. I think this is his first year of eligibility coming up. That's correct. He'll, yeah. be a, he'll be a first ballot. Do you know what we put a we, we, he could be. Gone on, could be. We, we put a couple of um, pieces out on, on the Twitter page um, 
asking kind of like, who do we think the next one, next one's going to go in? And That's a lot right, of the names yeah. totally agree. One name that didn't come up, I was very surprised about. <laughs> there we go. There we go. The, the, the one name I was very surprised that no one mentioned. I, I, I think, and I can't believe brilliant, brilliant. Um, I can't believe most in yet. I know, yeah. Mm. That is a surprise. Yeah. And no one mentioned mm. it. I mean, we all know Darren Woodson and, and players like I should be, but look at... Do you know what I mean? In, in I think Woodson will as well, actually. Oh, it, it, it's overdue as well. It's overdue yeah. as well, is that one. But mm. I say, look at look at Emmett Smith's speech when he went in and he, he put down a lot of his success to, to what Moose did. How, yeah. how if he's not in his... his it's unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, here's here's a question as well. Like, would like, and this is this is going like if it's going based on Super Bowls and whatever and stuff. Like, shouldn't Jay Nova, Novacek be in the Super Bowl? That's a question as well. Should we go in? Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting conversation to have. That's a fair point. I, mean, I, I, I think it's a bit harsh. Just to bring it back I... to rumor very quick. I think it's a bit harsh to say. He doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame as a player. When you take into consideration how the Cowboys did for so many years because of Tony Romo, and when yeah. you look at the kind of player he is, he embodies the quarterback position. He embodies um, being a franchise player. He embodies being a football player and being a leader. The, the guy played with a punched lung, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, come on, and a broken back. Like how and many people? Back. Exactly. How many people stay on the field with those kinds of injuries? They don't. Even in the modern era, like the older modern era, they don't. They didn't. He deserves to be in for that reason alone. But I think he will get in more because of the broadcast inside of things, even though that's a follow-on from his QB, the QB side of things. I I think it'll be because of that, purely because people like him more now because he's not the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I think that's going to be the main reason why. Uh, for, for me, I think it's going to be more of a whole collective for what he has brought to the game of football yeah. more as a whole. Like, yeah, like, that's like, fair. Like, so, I, like, obviously, he's done his commentary. He's played for the Cowboys. I think it's like he's definitely, like, from, from our perspective as Cowboys fans, you can love him or hate him. Like, there's always going to be Romo haters. There's always going to be Romo lovers. Like, uh, that, that did not sound right at all. I do apologise. Um but in terms of as an overall overall collective, he can't he can't argue that like he's brought so much to the game. He's brought oh, like, like like his for the commenting side, his knowledge of the game, educating the more less educated when it comes to knowing like watch this play, watch how this player's position like on the X or the Y or the set slot, whatever based on the mm-hmm. offense. Or him reading the defense and makes you kind of it's like wow, it, it, it's really quite eye opening. But in terms of a player, you cannot argue he was one of the most toughest guys on that football field. Do, do, do oh, you know? Yeah, I think he was at any given time. A perfect example of that as well is to say, and one of the guys went in this weekend. Calvin Johnson went in. Played on some dog awful Lions teams, but was still yeah. a dominant receiver. It was still yeah. great to watch. Like I say it, it, you've got to take into, ev- into everything. I mean, Romo played on some on some bad teams, and like I say, a few of you guys touched on it. He, he wasn't the reason we were eight and eight. He was the reason we were an eight and eight. Do you know I mean, because we would have been worse off. Calvin Johnson. Do you know what I mean, just single handedly won up. 
you could probably say 90, 95% of the games. Um, the Lions, you've got to take everything in. And, and, and you know, I, I tell you what, like, let's just wind down. If Romo don't go in, then whoever that, whoever that safety is, he likes definitely ain't going in. <laughs> <laughs> let's just wind him up. Yeah, but let's move on to the the first official pre-game. Pre-game week one of the season, guys. It's Cowboys versus Cardinals here in the UK, kicking off Saturday morning, 3 a.m. That's all right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We can do it. We can do it, guys. Do you all want to wake up? Do you want to wake up, Cole? Do you want to wake up, Cole? Do you want to wake up, Cole? No, I'm I'm going to record it and watch it first thing in the morning. Do you know what, Paul? I'm exactly like you because obviously what people don't know is we're obviously all in a in a nice little Facebook group together, and <laughs> it, honestly, it it pings more than a, than an Asda check out <laughs> during a game. So it's like it's got on mute, and then we'll just talk to you all. <laughs> yeah, let me just talk about that. Yes, we are, and on the show we did it last year where we did the fantasy lounge where you earn points. With us asking if a player is going to score more or less than the fantasy points, the winner, and it doesn't matter if you're from America or Italy or Australia, um, you will get a UK Cowboys uh, pen and, and baseball cap for the winner. Yep, and and we've also like on our Facebook page. We, I'm just trying to remember, mate. We still have slots for yeah, the we do. Series. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, so, so Austin, if you're on the, our Facebook page, we do have a league set up, I believe. Mike, you have more of the details than I do, don't you? I'll post it back up um, yeah. in the morning. Yeah, I, I must have missed then because I know you. I know some of you have posted in the group in the admin group to say we're going to do them, but I haven't seen the links inside. I need to join a couple. So, yeah, on. yeah. Well, it's on there. The winner as well of uh, that fantasy league is two leagues, and at the end of the season. The, the winners of the two finals, whoever has the most points will get a UK Cowboys baseball cap. We're giving them away. We can't give them away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they will be the one for the UK Cowboys TV League. And each week we'll have the scores of everybody who's involved. And the winner at the end will get the pennant and cap. And also the same with the league. But let's look at the Cardinals game, guys. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted from you guys your... Top things you're looking for. I'll give you mine, and then I'll let the rest of you waffle on. For me, I'm looking at all three quarterbacks, because the backup backup quarterback position. Maurice Kennedy, I want to see him do it again. Let me see him do it again. Same with Nation right. Left and right tackle, and let's see Quinton Bohana dominate again. If he does that, my box is ticked, and he doesn't need to do anything more for the rest of the season. But... You guys go around, hit me. What guy? What are you looking for in this Cardinals game this weekend? Defense. That's up. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Defense. the The offense. The offense. I think is fairly set. The defense. We were we were getting a little bit of pressure, although it didn't show up on the stats as much. But mm-hmm. I just want to see a little bit more um, out of everybody. Um, yeah. You know. There was individual performances on that defensive line that um, certainly gave you hope for the future. Uh, also, Digizua, Bahana, etc. But again, yeah. they were only they were on a limited snap count. You want to see them maybe get a little bit more this time round. Um, 
get get more and get more of a push and prove prove their worth as well. Get get rid of some of the get rid of some of the big name uh, the big money pickups that we've had. Um, cornerbacks, I want to, I want to see a continuation where we're not giving up the big play because yeah. it's a blown coverage, um, mm-hmm. and just generally getting sh- sharp on that side of the ball. Yeah, I like it, Jamie. What are you looking for? What are your top? If you was to take away one thing from this game. One big thing you want to see and one negative thing you don't want to see. What would they be? I think the obviously I think the negative would be injuries. Definitely don't want to see injuries. That would be the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. That's um, a good one. Yeah. And thing I want to see, progression. For for me, preseason is not about winning the games, is it? It's it's like it's like Lawrence earlier. It's getting up to speed, it's getting that that match sharpness, the quickness. Um so yeah, as long as we see an improvement on last week, it doesn't have to be a massive improvement. It's just as long as we see an improvement, then I would be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on, then, Paul. Well, I can I just say that from the first start, I just said defense is a general spectrum. I just want to see a progression from the Hall of Fame game. I want to see Boana be more attacking. You kind of said it as well, there, Mike. Like I'm, I'm just. And I want to see like and DJ Doll just kind of mentioned that I want to see Jabril Cox a bit more. I yeah, see, yeah, I, yeah. And I want to see uh, oh God, Israel get some. Like, uh, yeah, 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 Mukwamu. Mukwamu, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I almost forgot how you would actually pronounce his name now. Thanks, <laughs> wife, thanks, for that. Like, RJ. Yeah. So, yeah, RJ. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious. Name to card. See, uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> So I, I, so I am curious to see how we can uh, like progress from that game there and what's happened between like from that from the rest of that training camp up to this game now. So yeah, defense as the general. All right, Rich. I'd, I'd also, I'd also like oh, to see on. a touchdown. I'd also like to see a touchdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. score. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to be more specific. Do you know what? Who I want to see score a touchdown? Malik Turner. Hmm. Because I think that might solidify him as the as the fourth wide receiver. Because he's coming into his own, he's been doing all right. I think a touchdown in preseason that ticks the box. But go on, Rich, give us yours. Who, who's the? What are the main things you're looking for from this Arizona game? Pretty much exactly what's already been said. Um, everyone we've talked about that said they've shown up in camp and or in the game. Um, if they play again, I want to see the same again, if not more. Because um, I want to see consistency. I don't want to see yeah. people disappearing because then obviously you're going to start dropping off the radar. And if you're not consistent enough, then you bye bye. And zero injuries. Zero injuries would be amazing. Like we 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 seem to be touch wood doing okay at the minute. Like we're flirting with a few things, but they tend to be for the majority of them really not that bad. Um, so hopefully that's that typical preseason. Exactly, yeah. A lot of you know all the soft tissue stuff, but it's just it would be nice for that to continue. Mm. That's the main yeah. thing for me. Is at least if no one's injured, then at least you can do you can get bodies of work in, and you can the, the rest will be what it is. But I want to see consistency from the people that we've mentioned. Yeah, um, the other one is that I wrote down as well, which was funny that Brian mentioned it was I want to look at Tyler Biadish, get him in there. Let's see what he's doing. How is he snapping the ball? How is it being presented? How is he dealing with a guy 
hitting him from the snap, which was the big problem. Mm. Um, the other two as well, I'm quite interested in, which is quite sneaky, is Luke Gifford and Francis Bernard. Bernard's been one of the names that's just been like he had a stellar. What, would you call it a train last, camp year, last year? Last year, yeah. But, yeah. But, but, like, but he was one of the standouts, but yeah, he, he was put in the practice squad. But he did manage yeah. to, he was brought in due to injuries and stuff like that. But he's been really quiet this year, yeah. He has um, just purely because it's the the oh, line back because oh, the, the line backer position is so. I've got, I've got a great comment. I've got a great comment from DJ Dog, and and yes, I totally agree. I want to see more of Isaac at Aracon. I want to see. I want to like like like. And again, Jamie, no, no spoilers, man. No spoilers. Cover your ears. I want some cake too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what we'll do is we'll talk about that in the, in, in the next moment. But here's what I'm going to do. The What do you think the final score is going to be? I know we do this every time we go to do a pregame yeah. show. We do a final score. It's not that important. So I'm going to say, what's the if it, the Cowboys were to win, what will it be for you that makes them this a win for the game? For, scrap the injuries, more of on-the-field production. For me, I'm going to say... Less than a hundred yards rushing. You're not actually giving a score. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not interested in the score preseason. You can give us a score if you want, Paul. Have you got a score in your mind? I had seventeen ten. It's a very feasible score. Yeah, I like that. But, okay, but if you're going based on this, what would be uh, a win the, for you? A win. Um, No, uh, at least three QB pressures. At least three. They did lack in the pressures. Yeah. Yep. At least, at least three. At least three. Well, why not? Why why not go a little higher? Why not say at least three sacks? Mm. Well, do you know what? You, you were going to steal some knife under there. Go on, NJ. <laughs> give me. What, what's a win for you for this oh, game? Maybe not so much. That. I, I I reckon there's going to be four sacks and two interceptions from the Cowboys' defense. Wait, tw- mm. wait, 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 wait. How many interceptions did you say? 20? Four. No, four. <laughs> four sacks. No, you said four, four sacks, two interceptions. Oh, right. <laughs> that that is good. Part. Because it, it is, they, they have mentioned all off-season with Dan Quinn as well. It's all about turnovers. It's all about getting the ball back. So, yeah, let's see them implemented then. I like that, Jay. Uh, go on then, Lorne. What's yours? What's a win for you? Or what's the score? Give us the score. Okay, I'll go... Th- 13-10 Cowboys, and okay. I want to see a posit- positive turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. So defense yep. obviously um, yep. out outplays Danucci, um, and I want to see I want to see the I want to see at least two sacks. If I if I can get if I can get the turnovers, I'm happy with two sacks. Mm-hmm. All right, then I like it. Go ahead, Rich. I'd, what's, oh. I just well, want to add well, I, I totally agree, Austin. I think number nine on Jalen is really weird. <laughs> oh. It could yeah, be worse. Not, it could be Cedric Wilson on wearing Cedric. one. Yeah. <laughs> Cedric, that looks even weirder. That's a kicker's Don, number. Don, Don, Donovan Wilson wearing six as well. Is... <laughs> Go on, Rich. I, I'm, what's I'm a, old school. What's a win? Give us a win for you. Or a score. Give us right. a score if you like. Pressure. I'll give you all, all of it. Pressure. 
Turnover differentials, like Lord said, a good yeah. one. Um, less than twenty-five total points. Oh, I, I, I've got an hour one. I like that. I've got an hour one, and this is and this is towards our backup offensive line, as trying not to get our uh, backup quarterbacks any hits or pressures at all. Like if they if we can try and limit less than two, I'd be happy. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Um, so we're going to move on to this week's episode, Hard Knocks. So Jamie is now going off because he didn't do his homework. Yes. Because uh, he <laughs> thinks he's better it, than Jamie. us. Because he thinks he's better than us. He thinks mm. he doesn't have to do it. So we are going to look at Hard Knocks now, uh, which was the first episode, which in the UK is aired about an hour ago, uh, but we've watched wow. it a little earlier through uh, other means. So we're going to let you go, Jay, and let you go oh. squeeze through it. We'll see you next week. Yeah. I'll probably speak to you over the weekend, mate. Uh, see, see you all later, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Catch you all in a bit, guys. Jamie, make sure you eat some pop, cake. Pop, pop, <laughs> all right, then. So we're going to let Jamie go there. Um We'll start off, I think the best place to start with Hard Knocks is um, it always, I think for me, as soon as the intro music hits, you're like, oh, baby. Like, they've got that. They got the music down to a T and they on that show. Mm -hmm. The the, the intro music for Hard Knocks, it just just gets you pumped for football. It really does. They nailed that. I actually, on my pod, I've got got the album and I listen to that when I'm in the gym. And I use that as part of my workout track as well. So that's, <laughs> you know, that gets me going. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, just, yeah. you know, when, you know, when the, which one is it? Is it the, the Fox intro music for films plays? <laughs> yeah. People always sing along to it. They just go like, da, 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 da. I bet all real f- true <laughs> football fans <laughs> do it for hard knocks. They're just like, da, da, da. And you feel it in your fucking bones. <laughs> yeah, the, class. yeah, the Fox NFL music stream. What's the C? It's the the CB. It's like dun 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 dun. dun yeah, dun. yeah. It's like, a very classical yeah. song. Very that's, classical classical song. Song. that's more classy. Yeah. That's pure nineties. Yeah. That one. Oh uh, yeah, Hank, Hank, um, Hank Williams Monday Night Football as well. The, <laughs> the, the all my ready friends. Are... <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But Apart hard rocks from... just makes you want to hit people. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does do that. But let, let's start it off, and we'll go in order of the episode. Um, so the the thing I think was most noticeable was a Dak's passion to want to play. That was like mm. really obvious. He was angry about that he couldn't get to throw. Um, when he got injured, that pissed him off even more. But the other thing was quite noticeable is we all know zeke and dak have a great relationship but you finally mm. actually got to see it in closeness you know yes. little things like zeke just nicking dak's bike <laughs> i yeah. fucking love that i was just like oh that was amazing i was just like that's fucking dak's bike son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, it, it was oh. where dak was standing outside zeke's room as well after <laughs> know, yeah, the, uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah when he's wrapping his present he opens the door and he's in he's like yeah damn it uh yeah i mean like seeing that i think was a good a good starting off point was seeing them pair together and seeing mm-hmm. dax passion 
Um, what was fun to see, though, uh, yeah. was seeing, and um, we was expecting it. We was expecting. We talked about it was CD Lamb catches. Oh, um, seeing them deep in the zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before um, he got everywhere, man. Before he got hit in the nuts. I know. Oh, yeah. oh that was amazing. That was amazing. I'm not even kidding. That was, was like, it's like I was going for the hit. Bullshit. You know what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. What, what got me was that was What's... the only CD Lamb action that you saw in that game, in that episode. I mean, yeah. the guy's been balling out every single day. There's been one catch that's far and above anything anybody else has done, and you know none of those made the clip. Hopefully there's a big montage next week yeah. to, to write some of that wrong. But well, they did do be. a montage, but it was yeah. Micah Parsons, but we was expecting yeah. that. Yeah, we and, expecting that. Just before we move on, just a big shout out yeah, to sure. uh, Mr. Mendoza. Guys, yeah, what, Mendoza. If, if, if anyone new is actually here watching the show, tell us where you're from. That would be really great to know where uh, where everyone's kind of watching the show right now. Like obviously the, the American <laughs> audience, they may not necessarily be from America. Like obviously we're here based in the UK. Um, by Cowboy Science, it's not just America's team; it's the world's team. So yeah, guys, yeah. Just be, be sure to get your comments on, guys. And yeah, just to go off topic, I do like DJ Dog. That it was quite fun because we've oh. heard about how how crazy <laughs> Bones. Fossil is and to be a special teams coordinator, oh, you do God. have to be pretty crazy, but yeah, and he knows the cameras are on him. And yeah. here he is, he don't give any amount of fucks, he does not care, he does not care, zero fucks <laughs> given. Just the way he was going, like, there's you could tell there's zero fucks, but even a grown ass man, when he's talking about all that, he's like. You know, well, but the sperm comes from the, you crazy. know, and then he starts getting like going into a shell of it. I'm like, really? Come on now, you're telling the story. Go the full fucking way. He's wild, man. I mean, special oh, teams coordinators are generally pretty weird. You do have to say yeah. that. Well, well, that I can vouch. My, like, <laughs> I don't know if you know him. Uh, pretty uh, weird. Like, so my special teams coordinator when I was playing back at the Pirates, uh, we called <laughs> them, we called them Beans. That was his nickname, right? But he used to be one of the assistant coaches for the Scottish Claymores way back in the day. And honest yeah. to God, man, he was an absolute nutcase. Absolute... They are. Oh my goodness me! <laughs> they are. They are a, 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 a different breed. Special yes. teams coordinators. That's that's to be fair to say. Um, I tell you something. I did like the crowds. Seeing the crowds up there, but mm. also. Because we're in the UK and we don't get it, that lovely, glorious weather, it looked nice. Oh, mm. I just watched it like, man, we should be out there. We, we need to be out there I doing this be, over I there. should be. I, sh- I, should I know. Be, I, I should have been. Why you gotta, why you gotta send Paul spiraling into depression <laughs> again? I'll bring him back, don't worry. You just need to look at Paul's Twitter page at the moment and it's. You know, POTUS, it's... Uh, Jen you know. Pisaki, uh, President <laughs> Biden, open, open the just, uh, ban, it's lift the travel ban, that's what I'm like right now. I'm literally, cam- I'm on the campaign mode right now. So, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, and everyone at home, right, that Hard Knocks episode, and we'll wrap it up on this, because I've got mine. Mm. What was your highlight, the best bit 
of that first episode of Hard Knocks. <laughs> I've got mine already. <laughs> go on then. You go for it. I got mine. I said Aracles. I want the kick. I want <laughs> the kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wife, my wife, she was going, what, what's wrong with him? I was like, he, he wants some of the cake. They're just thrown over Dax. I said, but he's like quite low down on that chart, so he's getting ignored. Yeah. Uh, uh, but go uh, on. What's yours, I, What was your highlight of the show? I, I quite like the, the whole Austin Powers uh, Spy Who Shaggy yeah. Mojo thing. And, you know, it's no coincidence it was being talked about on one of the other podcasts that I listened to that, um, funnily enough, HBO Max actually have on their subscription service, they've got all the Austin Powers movies. So you can imagine <laughs> those have been probably getting plugged quite a lot the last couple of days. Um, you know, th- that just goes to show that, you know, you, you've got to have something to, to build the team around. And Yeah, the guys are probably going, oh, God, this guy's lost it. But, you know, when when they hear the mojo and the music and, you know, they were all talking about it. They were all talking about it. So it gets them talking, gets them bonding and everything yeah. like that. So it's mm-hmm. it's helping with that. Um, the yeah. other highlight for me was um, finding out that Dak Prescott likes Little Giants, you know. That's ironic because that's what got me into American football was the film Little Giants. And it wasn't that's so much... Correct. It wasn't so much the Giants, it was the Cowboys uniforms that made me yeah. like, I don't want one of those jerseys, man. I don't care if they're the bad team in the in this movie. I don't care. That was that was the main reason. Right? So if it was Dallas, I should have always the bad that. teams in movies. Dallas are always the bad teams in movies. That's correct, yeah. What was it, Invincible, Mark Wahlberg, even though it was about the freaking Eagles, but... Yeah. Um, but they, but they really use Tom Landry and the the Cowboys as this like the ultimate bad guy team that was dominating. But of course we're dominant. We're not America. We're the world's team. Come on. Come they on. they even were in any given Sunday. They were the team that the team needed to beat to make yeah. the playoffs. Jerry um, Maguire, but... the replacements. Always, always the same. Always the same. But yeah. Rich, give me your highlight, and then I'm going to finish you off with mine. I really loved. Two things. One was Zeke Nick and Dak's bike, um, <laughs> and the other one was I completely forgot about um, Mike McCarthy when they questioned him about the whole Austin Powers thing, and he said, "Well, I think any time you get to work in an Austin Powers reference, I think you have to do it." I just, I just love that kind of shit <laughs> because you know people are people are building that in, and I actually want to get one thing on record right now because hearing people say it and how much the players were saying it. I genuinely think I, I, I would put I, I would put money on that Mojo is going to be a play call on the line of scrimmage at some point this season. <laughs> <laughs> I would put you, money sir. on. Instead of you, yeah, sir. it's going to be a Mojo, Mojo, and everyone's going to be like, "What the fuck is Mojo?" <laughs> oh, wheels big, in the house. Big, big wheels in the house. Was was the big wheel? Hopefully we get to see you come over here, my man. Hopefully we get to see you. Um, I was going to add one more thing before you do it. Like, you just mentioned Mike McCarthy. If there's one thing I loved was you actually got to see the more serious side of Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Like, and and that was him giving him the actual speech. He's like, it's like we're not here to win the conference. We're not here to win the players. We're here to win freaking. It was literally like giving the actual speech that we've been dying to hear. Pretty much, yeah. the, the, the one, the, the reality check. 
pretty much. And do you know what, what's gone under the radar that you didn't see? Is that it's almost like a father-son relationship between Mike McCarthy and Dak that you could see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'd seen that, Paul. Sorry, mate. But you did get to see that that relationship that's been built. And it's a it, if you really think about it, it's a relationship that's been built on strife. You know, like like a, a, yeah. a battle-hardened relationship because they've gone through a lot together in the space of a year um, when you think about it, that they've been through a lot. Um, for me, though, the two big things that I that were the highlight for me was both at the very start and at the very end. Mm-hmm. It was seeing the injury wound left behind on Dak's foot. Because you look at it and you were like... Watching that again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and it just, rolled just, up. Not just that, not just one surgery, but two surgeries. They failed to tell us about that until then, till now. Yeah. Like, no, no, that no. Was... There, there was a sort of clean up surgery done. Yeah. Uh, I think a second surgery. Like right. And they kept it quiet for a while. But... Yeah. Um, but the other one was how it ended on that montage of them. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, look, the Cowboys lost, but they're back. They, they're going to be making a push for the playoffs. And you're just seeing a Hall of Fame game. And you're just seeing these guys. And, and it made the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And almost a tear come out. That You're like, that's our boys. Look at them. They, they're yeah. battling. They're fighting. They're scrapping. And, you know, he's saying it's all about receiving and fundamental football. And you're just like, oh, man. Football is so bad. I'm I'm almost about to cry now, look. So that was the highlights for me. The two big ones was the beginning to see what was left behind on Dak from that crazy injury and how it ended with boys battling it out, you know, tooth and nail. And it was just a Hall of Fame game. You really need to really give HBO the amount oh, yeah. of credit of the production and the, how they captured those They don't moments. mess about they just know how to capture these moments. For, 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 it makes it so much more like you just watch a big clip and that's it. They somehow just managed to transform clips and make it theatrical, make yeah. it more than what it is. And you I, think about it too, right? That know. when we Think of the crew that they got. That Hall of Fame game finished Thursday. It's out in less than a week. I know. And it's they've like, got to get all those clips together and make a show out of it. Well, and that's the thing. It's like from from now to next week, they've yeah. got they've got they got to keep going. It's like a constant. Like they they must finish when it comes to the final end product on a Friday or something like that. Like there's only got four days of filming. Then they've got yeah. maybe one and a half days of editing to mush it all together, working overtime. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. or honestly, like when you really kind of think about like the the, the video editing side as well. It's like adding all the transitions and whatever and that like the little interviews lot. with the family so much work and effort to bring yeah. like oh my god it's it makes like for me because I, I i work in web development and i know the work involved in terms of tv production as well yeah. uh, like and, and i see that work when i was up in the star in frisco the amount of effort they put in but what hbo do and the turnaround they can do that in is something nothing but it's sick. crazy uh, nothing but an insane, nothing but that. It it is why when you oh, think they, they just oh, they, they do oh. it in such little time. Dog again with a brewing comment. I really hope they do release this. They will. Yep. They will. Oh, they will God. be that. But don't forget as well. There will be the Tony Pollard fight as well. 
because we've only seen right. the, the initial yep. part. Because what you've got to think is they were bullying him. They were bullying Tony Pollard before you, that. They were they were pushing him and they were shoving him and they blindsided him too. And you, so and that all that, led up to that moment. And you see that wee weasel, Sean McVay, actually jumping in. It's like, he's like ah, no, 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 you're not touching my guy. Like, like he knew what was going on, that little weasel. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, to, to um, give Sean McVeigh's due as well, though, when when Connor and um, Aaron Donald started their fight, they got everybody going. He was he was on the other field watching the 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 Rams offense going on up against the Cowboys defense, and he ran across from that field to break the fight up. He was he was one of the first ones in there to break <laughs> up the fight between Donald and. And probably because he, be he wanted to spare Donald, but um, yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but what's funny is that, and it, you will see it on Hard Knocks with that, is while all that's going on, while that scrap's going on, Dak is just way out of the way, just watching. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know what people are going to say, like, oh, you know, get in there. You're like, no, it's no. an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. If there's wow. two people scrapping on a field that you don't want to get involved in, it's them, bitch. <laughs> if that's the one one type of player that you do not want in a struffle, <laughs> To avoid by any means necessary the as your quarterback. Yeah. No, 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 With no. linemen. Oh, no, no, just in general. Straps oh, in yeah, general. True. Quarter, true, quarterbacks. Yeah. Just, just ask, uh, yeah. just Daniel, ask Jones. The, uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Just ask Daniel Jones and his head coach because yeah. holy shit. He was in the bottom of that pile as well. Yeah, um, like a fucking pancake by the time they pried him off the floor. Jason Garrett with the fight t shirt literally. You finished the fight he was wearing when he that was the trouble. He's wearing his finished the fight t shirt still, <laughs> <laughs> right, guys? No. That is uh, this week's episode. So, a big shout out first of all to the sponsor of the show, Cowboys Ooh. Experience. Yeah, if you're going to a game this year, make sure you book it for Cowboys Experience. They have game day tickets, packages, and tailgate pies. You guys won't want to miss. And as we say every week, if you uh, go to one of their events, send us the videos and photos. They go, as you've already seen, all over our social media. We get tagged in them anyway, but we'll pump them all up uh, and stick them all over. But also make sure you use, if you book with them, UK Cowboys booking code. Because what happens, guys? Rich, take it away. Go on, Rich. You get free stuff. Don't be a clown. Use your mojo. Use the code. Get free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mojo's in there. Yeah, just say UK Cowboys said you, and you'll get you'll get some more in. We'll be back next week, the same time as Hard Knocks again. It's on next week, every Thursday in the UK, nine o'clock. But it is available on uh, Game Pass and YouTube uh, before that. Oh, we're, um, oh, we're getting a little bit of trash talk here in terms uh, of our fantasy football here. Oh. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Don't you worry, I have a lot of secret weapons this year. Oh, do you know, Mike? No, I like do, I do. <laughs> yeah, well, last year, last year, all my secret weapons were down with the Rona, mate. <laughs> I picked, you know, I picked like the two teams that had the worst COVID record. That was just terrible. But there we go. Um, I'm going to leave it you guys to finish the show off. We'll be back next Thursday, 9 p.m. UK time, which is the same as Hard Knocks. But there we go. Um, and we will see you all then. But stay safe. And uh, take it away, guys. I'll let you finish the show off. 4 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, 1 1 p.m. Pacific next week, Thursday. Catch you guys later.